2: Come through, Queen, I wanna see you come through,
3: Queen.
4: Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come, come Through, through queen. queen. This is episode 27. I've raised millions for the LGBT.
1: <laughs> um, this week on the show, we're going to give you a little update on the Billy Bush's over party, including news that Andy Cohen wants Billy's job.
4: We've also got more thoughts from the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race, including the backlash against Alaska and her new music video as well.
1: And Little Mix has released, shout out to my ex, and it's really, really good. And we have a special essay from one time popular girl, Allison Churchwell, about the girls. Zayn Malik, and Gigi Hadid.
4: Of course, we'll get into our shows, OC and New Jersey Housewives, as well as name a freak of the week and the one true queen.
1: And um, this week for our deep dive, we're coming with you with a very special um, LGBT History Month episode, and we are going (laughs) to be (laughs) diving into the history of LGBT friends on the Real Housewives franchises. Yeah, what a
4: treat for this month. (laughs) I know,
1: celebrating (laughs) in the right way.
4: So, uh, I feel like LGBT History Month should be in June.
1: That's LGBT Pride Month. We get two months.
4: Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally didn't know that until this week. Well, I've raised
1: millions for the LGBT. I know you have. <laughs> just You um, um, So how was your
4: weekend, Dan? Um, it was good. I didn't do much. Just celebrating my brother's 30th birthday. That
1: yeah. The furthest I went was to the, my gym two yeah, blocks away.
4: But you had a, a nice little night out last night.
1: Last night I saw Cats on Broadway. It was everything that I wanted it and expected it to be. I didn't really have any expectations. It was so insane.
4: Yeah, I saw it back in the mid-90s when I was in middle school, I think. Yeah. Um, and I barely remember anything. It's There's not really a plot... I, don't, I remember, like, not understanding, like, what they were singing about. I didn't, like, I, maybe, maybe I was too young to understand it.
1: No, you weren't. It's, like, based <laughs> on a book of poems, I think, about different kinds of cats. Like, <laughs> um, they're all, the the narrative that I guess strings through it is that they're, like, at a convention for cats. S- cats? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Leona Lewis was not in it. Um, Formally, she was in it. Yeah, but I was going into it expecting her to be in it. Mm-hmm. Not that I have, a, like, a pony in, the like, race with her. Uh, which is a little
4: <laughs> ironic, because a lot of people say she's, like, a pony. People say that? They say she's, like, horse-like, yeah. Oh, I didn't mean <laughs> that yes, at all. I you were <laughs>
1: No, 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 no. I don't... I, I love Leona. I've, like, never seen a picture of her, I don't even oh think. Oh, my God, stop. Um, <laughs> So then maybe she was <laughs> performing. You
4: don't even know.
1: <laughs> but the thing I liked about... Um, Cats was that, you know when you go to a Broadway show and you get your little drink, and usually it's in a generic cup?
4: No, it's usually branded for the show. No, I've
1: been to a lot of Broadway shows, just like I've raised millions for the LGBT. Okay. And a lot of times these days, they've been giving out just generic ones. Okay. But I got two Cats branded cups. Meow. Meow. I'm glad you had
4: a fun time. Yeah. But you were able to catch up on OC, importantly. Yeah,
1: I well, we'll get to this later, but I got a text from my on as I was leaving, <laughs> cats that just said, "Dodd is a psycho."
4: Yeah, but we won't get to that Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, uh, so Brennan, are you still celebrating the Billy Bush's over party? Oh, of
1: course. Well, he's like it's officially over as yeah, of this morning. It's over.
3: <laughs>
4: um,
1: so this Catch morning, this morning on uh, I almost said the View, the Today Show. Um, <laughs> they basically were acknowledging that Billy Bush was leaving. Um, Matt Lauer said something at the very beginning of the first hour of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Hoda and Kathy Lee, however, had a few words to say. Yeah, so what they say? Hoda said, "Our good friend Billy Bush is no longer here on today," and then Kathy Lee chimed in, <laughs> "He has been a joy for us. He was only here for nine <laughs> weeks. He was so much fun to be around." always up for anything, etc., etc., etc. I just love that she got that mini jab in there. She
4: also said our thoughts and prayers go out to his family as if, like, he died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truly over. But there's a little Bravo spin on the story as well.
1: Yeah, so Radar Online is reporting, and Radar Online is not the most reliable source, but yeah. we're reporting it anyways.
4: And you got to click through, like, 20 ads to get to the Oh, my you the God. Story. You have to
1: – it's horrible. <laughs> um, but Andy Cohen is gunning for the open gig – Andy believes he has proven himself adept to the type of conversation that is required on the third hour of today. So basically like entertainment uh-huh. recording. It's almost like Watch What Happens Live was an audition for this.
4: Get up in this gig, girl.
1: <laughs> and then it goes on to say, one thing NBC can be assured <laughs> of, they won't worry about Andy talking about pussy.
4: Oh my god, cats related. <laughs> I don't like saying that <laughs> word. <laughs> this is a very feline centric show that's
1: that's promo and but i feel like every time like a gig comes up in a daytime talk yeah. show andy cohen is named like back when we were talking about kelly Re- kelly rey oh my god kelly ripa <laughs> my words are escaping me today um kelly Rippa, he was of course named in that as well so i don't believe it and it's also radaronline.com which is not the most reliable
4: but I mean, it does make sense. It's not like an opening at Good Morning America or CBS This Morning. This like this is part of the, on the umbrella umbrella of NBC Universal. Bravo falls under that, so not completely out of question.
1: I don't want to see him move. I like him where he is at. Watch what happens live.
4: Has he ever even been on Today? Yeah. 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 Like, as a guest, co-host, or as
1: just a guest? Just a guest. Yeah. Uh, he had gone on Kathy Lee and Hoda a lot to, like, give them the scoop about, like, oh, yeah, yeah. entertainment stuff.
4: Okay. Um, but also, interestingly, uh, during the Today Show this morning, a fan had a sign.
1: Oh, my God. I was screaming when I saw this on Twitter.com. <laughs> someone in the background, someone posted a screenshot of just, like, the normal, like, it was, like, Savannah, yeah. Tamron, um, Matt. And then they zoomed into the very background, and there was someone with a, st- a sign that says hashtag Still Team Katya.
4: And it looked like it was on a, like a little arrow sign, like as if it was a "I'm with her" arrow. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> um So yeah, I guess like the Katya fever has not died down yet. Well,
1: speaking of that,
4: I we were gonna we wa-
1: we recorded our last episode like right after. Yeah. Drag race. So we didn't ended. have
4: anyone's like opinions or feelings. You just heard our take on it all.
1: Yeah, we had barely looked at Twitter, yeah. any of that. But I guess like there's still Alaska
4: backlash. I mean it's so to me it's like crazy. Cause mm-hmm. like it's hard to justify how that season progressed not giving the crown to Alaska. Yeah. And I know people say, Oh, it was rigged for her, blah blah blah, but like at the end of the day, even before the competition started, like everyone was like Alaska was a front runner to to win this.
1: It was basically hers to
0: lose.
1: Yeah. And she didn't do anything that was that horrible enough in the competition that would have warranted a loss at all. And
4: it was just really that one bad wig. Yeah. And just like it. yeah,
1: just the outfit and yeah.
4: But the wig real the wig was like acrylic. Yeah, it wasn't a wig by vanity. No. Um, but also like we missed uh, just off like right after the episode finished airing, she debuted the video for The Tea, like moments after it aired. She's like one of the
1: most savvy when it comes to Ooh. stuff like that, always releasing stuff at the proper moment. Yeah. She would also released that video acknowledging that she was a snake earlier in the week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But The Tea is, like you said, probably the best music video put out by a queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, the
4: production is very high. The which, s- yeah, I mean... Well no, her prior videos the production was not great. But like this is like a greatly produced video. It's all
1: one shot, right? Or are there cuts?
4: I think there are cuts.
1: Okay, but like there's like long periods of time. Long periods where of it's time, yeah. One shot.
4: And so like the video is well produced, the beat is like good, it's like catchy. The lyrics are the lyrics brilliant. are um like the best lyrics for any drag race contestant yeah. song probably. Because it's all like talking about the tea. <laughs> like, there's a lot of Juicy Scoops in there. Oh, stop He's saying <laughs> I that. My, I, I still have not listened to a Juicy Scoop, but I just like saying it. It just like, rolls up the tongue.
1: We'll have more on that
4: later. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then also like the final shot is great with Tati and Coco Trees. It's like The Last Supper with last Katya. Supper. But like, we were talking about this earlier, like, I don't really understand, like, the Trixie part of it all.
1: I think just because Trixie is associated with Katya, mm-hmm. like an extension, she wasn't even se- seated at the table. Yeah, she
4: was like a little minion.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Willem, a uh, bearded Willem.
4: Yeah. 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 I think uh, it was brilliant. So, for you, all you Alaska haters out there,
1: her win was well-deserved. We love Katya, too. Katya's probably my favorite drag race queen of all time. Mm. So I understand why you're sad, but... You don't last... need to
4: win. It doesn't matter. She doesn't need to win. She's got the best PR going out of the gig. There was a line around the block in LA. Yeah. <laughs> so she's fine. Yeah. Um. So that's it for... Oh, my God. Your, your LA report. Oh, but also, you know, uh, dra- we did not find out, like, days later... Or maybe the next day. <laughs> that the the reunion is going to be airing this upcoming Thursday.
1: I thought it was next Thursday. Oh yeah, not
4: this upcoming. <laughs> next Thursday. Yeah, two weeks from the finale. Yeah. So, do the math. Dan
1: will have a special guest yeah. next week because I'll be in Atlanta. Ooh. Maybe I'll find something to report on in Atlanta. Maybe I can finally go find Chateau Chiray. Chiray.
4: Yeah, do a little check-in, see how the house is doing. If the foundation is stable. I think it's about to fall to oh, the ground. Stop, stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, this weekend was also a big moment uh, for the new era
1: of Little Mix. So, if you guys don't listen to Little Mix, you need to get on board now.
4: Yeah. The new single... Brendan, you dragged me for never buying anything. I pre-ordered Little Mix Deluxe Edition, which includes the, the film uh, for the Get Weird tour. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I have some paid music on my iPhone right now. The Little Mix, uh, new single was automatically downloaded onto my phone. Shout out to my ex. Shout out to my ex. It's
1: widely believed to be about Zayn Malik. Well, the
4: lyrics, (laughs) like, are pretty explicitly about him.
1: They drag Zayn to the depths of hell and leave him there. Yeah. Zayn is over.
4: What do you think of the song itself?
1: It's really good. It's very much a Little Mix song.
4: Yeah. I like it, but it's not their best lead single or Mm -hmm. song by any means. But it's, like, good. It's a good song. It's crazy that they they put out
1: Get Weird just last year around this time.
4: Yeah, they've been pretty annual. They took one year off, but they've been annual otherwise.
1: Coming for Rihanna's
4: gig. Yeah, coming for a (laughs) gig, girl. Um, I like the song, but, like, it's, it's a little specific, but I think, like, this specific Specificity. Specificity is, like, what is going to get it attention in yeah. terms of, like, oh, like, Zane, da-da-da. And then also people are dragging it for the fact that, like, it sounds like a GRL song, which I don't even know what GRL is. Literally
1: never heard of them until someone said it.
4: So, if anything, they're doing GRL a favor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, one time popular girl, Emily Churchwell, <laughs> finally, like we've been, like, begging her to like Little Mix for Years Ever. at this point? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she, like, hasn't been on board. She thinks that she thought they were all freaks and ugly. Uh, but for some reason, this song really resonated with her.
1: It was because, I think it was definitely because there's a Zayn and Gigi mm. angle. Yeah, you
4: throw Gigi into the mix and she's her ears perk <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, she's back with another essay.
1: Yeah, we asked her to write us a little essay about... Um, the perry zane connection
4: yeah so you can catch that on our website come through queen.com just like last time uh but we do have a little excerpt kind of it's kind of a spoiler because it's jumping to the end it's her ultimate uh, thesis um but it's worth a, the full read but we'll do a quick reading of of her sentiments well yeah the
1: the it's about <laughs> it's about um her she's trying to prove that shout out to my ex is about zane as if she's like really doing god's work like i haven't
4: figured this out yet so the beginning of
1: the piece is her laying out her evidence and then dan's gonna start and do a reading of the
4: yeah she goes by lyric by lyric like proving that this is about zane as if like (laughs) a three-year-old could understand this uh but it's titled a critical analysis of the zane malik and perry edwards split through the art of song so she ends it To this point, we have considerable rationale to support the hypothesis that Shout Out to My Ex is a public defamatory takedown anthem of heavily tattooed guy Zayn Malik (laughs) at the hands of his ex, Perry. The rest of the song is a tale of blocking his number, removing all photographic evidence of his existence, and just like being over it and not being dragged down and living life to the fullest. Perry is over it. And woe we'll befall, we'll befall you if you even try to come for her. Looking at you, popular group, Gigi, Kendall, Taylor, Kara, <laughs> etc. Because her bandmates and all the teens on Twitter will ruin you. As of today, Zane and Gigi are still together, but now that Gigi knows he's on the JV sex team, their future <laughs> may be at odds. Best of luck to everyone involved, and don't forget to vote for Homecoming Queen. Ballots are due after fourth period outside the cafeteria.
1: So unwell. Yeah, I mean,
4: <laughs> to catch the full psychotic essay on ComeThroughQueen.com. We the thank you, popular girl, for really breaking this down for us.
1: We look forward to the teens on Twitter ruining the popular group.
4: Yeah, and you should be expecting to hear more from Ms. Allie Churchwell once Vanderpump Rules comes back, because she is a Vanderpump Rules super fan and has plenty to say about
1: that she's probably one of those people who like really identifies as with Stasi. oh
4: yeah I'm sure <laughs> but we'll, have to, we'll have to wait and see what she actually says um, so that's it for what's going on in the world today um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, the big,
1: <laughs> that's it nothing else that's is it. happening nothing else
4: is going on really <laughs> um, so but we do have a few shows to talk about rosner New Jersey. Yeah, this was a very sad episode.
1: It was. They're like anticipating Joe going away to prison or camp or whatever. Yeah, and they, in,
4: they they went to
1: Magnolia they Bakery. Went to Magnolia Bakery, which is the least Judy Di- Judy Che thing possible.
4: Really, I think it's like the most Judy Che thing.
1: I mean, Joe specifically
4: oh but it's like the girls it's for the girls yeah but he he
1: likes like sitting around and like drinking his homemade wine that smells like feet (laughs)
4: oh my god well no he's supporting the girls and they seem to be having a ball at Magnolia Bakery
1: yeah um Melania wishes him a
4: happy birthday because oh my god (laughs) that was one of the parts where I was gonna cry (laughs) because
1: it's gonna be his birthday soon not soon not Not even soon (laughs) soon. like she's just gonna miss
4: (laughs) the next birthday of his the next like three birthdays right yeah um I don't know uh Teresa says something in the talking head part where she says, "I've heard something happens to children when they're young and scars them." Like it's like I welcome this is something I've heard.
1: <laughs> it's new knowledge for the rest of the world. Um,
4: but it was a lot of Melania and Joe like having a special moment, and I feel like also Gabrielle was talking a bit more than usual in this, Maybe mm-hmm. she felt at ease with the cupcakes.
1: The young Hadid daughter, and then she was in the city, so maybe she felt like a closeness to like her true sisters. Okay. Gigi and Bella. Yes.
4: Um, and then Joe was like telling Gio, you better not be dating any any guys while I'm away. Oh my and, god. Yeah, Don't worry about it. Dad. Yeah,
1: we've read something on Radar Online if you want to go report yeah. there and see what we've read. Go We're not going to be reporting it in the news Yeah, It's a little
4: too scandalous <laughs> for us, but go if you want to go read a little scoop, go to Radar Online and click through all the ads and hopefully you can find it. Um, so uh, we also get a little scene with Ashley talking to Jacqueline and and like Ashley's committing the crime of like talking about Teresa behind her back so oh, yeah. her, their, Joe and Teresa's choices oh my god Tatiana choices. promo I know <laughs> <laughs> I explicitly wanted to bring it up because of Tatiana promo
1: um, yeah and Teresa didn't call her or something like that
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Teresa didn't acknowledge Ashley's pregnancy. She has a
1: history of not acknowledging new children.
4: Yeah, didn't acknowledge a nephew, didn't acknowledge <laughs> Ashley's child. Um, but it was actually a nice moment between Jacqueline and Ashley, because Ashley has been a nightmare for Jacqueline for like 20-something years, and now like, Ashley's finally acknowledging that Jacqueline was a good mother.
1: Yeah, and she copied Jacqueline's face.
4: <laughs> she loved her mom so much.
1: <laughs> she got her face. Just like Brielle. <laughs>
4: Yes! Oh my god, they should have, like, a mother-daughter off.
1: Well, it's just because when people go to the, the same surgeon, yes.
4: you end it's up like, looking, like... Yeah, they didn't break the mold. They used the same
1: mold. Oh my god. Um. um we meet Siggy's family, or we Oh, have,
4: I hate this whole segment. <laughs> you
1: just hate Siggy. Like, you've turned a corner I'm on Siggy. I've turned a corner, yes. Um. Yeah, it was... Uh, speaking of plastic surgery, though, she acknowledged that she's gotten every part of her body done. Yeah. Because um, her it, mom wants
4: to get, like, her eyes done or something.
1: I'm, like... I find it, like, weird and icky that she's, like, publicly shaming her children constantly.
4: Well, it was funny because in the scene, Siggy is, like, dragging her children for, like, not being up her butt. And then the mom starts crying saying, like, Siggy, you don't spend enough time with me.
1: You literally moved out of Israel to get away from me. Yes. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um,
4: yeah, that's – I mean, do you have anything else to say about Siggy?
1: Later I do. Okay.
4: Um, I also – yeah – we go to Lucky Strike with, like, the outcasts. Oh, my Jacqueline, God. Chris, Kathy, Rosie. And Rosie's new woman!
1: Rosie always has a new woman.
4: Yeah, but I hope, I feel, I, I hope this me- one works out.
1: She met this one on a date with someone else. Like, Rosie was on a date with someone else, and then Ooh. she went into the bathroom, and they met each other, and they exchanged numbers, and then she went back to their table, and then called the girl the next day. She told that entire story. You're looking at me like, you're shook.
4: I think, I'm, maybe I was, like, cooking or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying like, attention.
1: I don't know. Um, Richard Wakili said, like, a really weird thing about having a foursome with oh my God, so Kathy weird. and then Rosie and her him. girlfriend. Yeah. It just was, like, so bizarre. Log yeah. off. Get off this show. I don't like you anymore, Richard Wakili. I
4: normally support the Wakili's, but not in that moment.
1: Give Victoria Wakili a meatball <laughs> <That's> and, <amazing. laughs> and send Kathy away.
4: No, Victoria is not interested in this at all. She's not interested Uh, So we get Joe's going away party, which Chris ended up not going to.
1: He took Dolores' advice. Yeah. Or more like her threats. Her threats.
4: Yeah. Like, this was all shot on the canal.
1: I was wondering about that. Is it like the point where no place except for rails in New Jersey will let them film there? So they have to like...
4: Well, I don't know if you noticed this, but like more than half the faces were blurred out as well.
1: It's like they're doing it guerrilla style now. Well, no,
4: I I kind of get the feeling that like a lot of people who were at the party wouldn't want it publicly known that they're like Ignore at her. a going away party for someone who's like going to federal prison. Oh yeah. So that was kind of my take of
1: it. Siggy was wearing a nice like high collar look, which I appreciated. She dresses a lot like that woman in that scripted show, Odd Mom Out.
4: Oh, yeah. And she like, had, like, a pilgrim lock. Yeah, like, Heather uh, DeBro, yeah, yeah. like, Kris Jenner. I, uh, Chris, yes, she's the fourth pilgrim. <laughs> yes. On the, main the fourth
1: pilgrim of the apocalypse. Oh,
4: my God. <laughs> um, Anything else about the going away party? Um, oh, what Teresa say? I wasn't into it, because it's not a happy moment, but then I got there, and then I was into it. God. Was like, oh, no.
1: It's so weird. It's so weird. So, yeah. 41 weeks he's going to be gone for 42 months that's what i meant i meant to say
4: months
1: (laughs) he got a shorter sentence than teresa no um that's how many months how many years is that my brain
4: it's like a little over it's like three and a half years oh
1: god i'm so bad at math that this is just a little bit of a tangent we had a meeting where somebody called on me and like asked me like a very menial math question, like, and I, it was like, it was like a thousand minus, like, some number, and I was like, I literally just was like, oh no, in front of this big meeting with strangers.
4: Did you have your phone on you? I know, but it was in the moment. Oh, you were like being, embarrassed to look on your phone. I was like
1: that. being called out. It was like something I was supposed to know just off the top of my head. Call it out. Yeah, call it out. Um, <laughs> Melissa. Right
4: at the, at the party or fighting with Derek?
1: Fighting with Derek. That...
4: Yeah. Well, it was built up to be like, as if she was going to, like, can him. Yeah. And then, like, she just, like, kind of confronted him and then let it go.
1: Yeah, and there was, like, a moment where he, like, tried to yell at the other employee about how there was a picture of her on the official Envy Instagram, and Melissa was like, no, I put it there because we should." she scolded him.
4: Did you see that? Yeah. I don't know. The whole Envy. The they had no set. There was no sales. one in the store, no
1: online sales. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing.
4: Well, you know, I I would also imagine that like until it shows up on the show, people don't know about it. People don't know about it. Like once on the show, like I'm sure she's doing much better now.
1: Because there must be a business for like a store like that in a place like that. I because mean, if, if posh, posh can
4: succeed, yeah, some can envy. Yeah. Um, so I wonder how they're doing now. I guess I think we'll,
1: Posh is a house of cards, though.
4: Uh, I beg to differ because they've upgraded if it was a house of cards why would they have left that original location i don't know That's, not they built a house of concrete <laughs> <laughs> that is a stable house um we catch melania riding around like a lunatic on the atv oh yeah that was like frightening i, w- I feel like you shouldn't be on an atv until you're like all like 12 or something
1: well, Teresa'll probably go to prison again for that <laughs> no, child right. endangerment. No, no, no. That's no, how no. they got into trouble the first time, having all their shit on TV. Yeah,
4: true, true. Uh, and then, and in that scene, Joe and Teresa are having like their heart to heart, and he's like, "Well, you people either go into jail, they become a, they become a criminal or a better person, and oh I want to be God. a better person."
1: Yeah, and Melissa wearing a hat that said "envy" to the Joe Judy's over Jay, party. Jay, <laughs>
4: That, pro- that promo was really uncalled for. Really tacky. So tacky.
1: And, like, I'm used to people being tacky, but that's so bad. I
4: mean, Jacqueline should have showed up eating a bag of Little Colonel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Standing outside yes. the closed Five gates,
4: gates <laughs>
1: with the paparazzi. Yes. Um, Wait, so Little Colonel, it's, like, popcorn but smaller?
4: I don't know, but I did. I went to littlekernel.com to check where it's available. It's, like, widely available. I could, like, walk down the block and get it. We're gonna get it next time we are recording together.
1: I think it's popcorn, but smaller, which is so dumb.
4: Yeah,
0: popcorn smaller like than good
4: size. Yeah, it's perfect size. Actually, I'm I'm not a big popcorn person because when I was a kid, I like ate it twice and threw up on both occasions. So like my brain has like has an adverse reaction. But then I had it recently and I lived to tell the tale. So hopefully, <laughs> I've turned a cor- corner on popcorn as well. I
1: like popcorn. I like going to the movies and then like, no
4: that like. That trashy butter? No, thank you. Oh, yes,
1: please. Yeah, put no. it... Layer it, please.
4: <laughs> Take a bath.
1: The best is when they, like, they do half of it, then they put the butter on it, and then they put the rest of the popcorn in, and then they put more That's butter. Nauseating. It's so good. You just have to bring a lot of napkins to your seat.
4: Speaking of nauseating, when, when Teresa, like, put some of the food in her mouth and then passed it to Joe, I was, like, gagging watching that scene. She's had a lot of
1: food moments this season that just weren't good.
4: Yeah. Um, I was happy that, like, Melissa and Teresa are at a good place right now. Smoke and mirrors. Really? I feel like that's legitimate. <laughs> Do you think it's smoke and mirrors? Or I just don't saying that? trust anyone. Um, and then, like, during the Siggy, Jacqueline, uh, Dolores recap of, of Joe going away, did you notice how Siggy was wearing that, like, barrister lawyer outfit again? The thing with, like, the gray thing with the big bow
1: yeah i mean she's always dressed similarly to that so i guess no, i don't know it was that. the same
4: exact outfit oh. she's in like the confessional and also wore during a different um scene mm-hmm.
1: next week we get to see dolores's new cabinets
4: Ooh, i i do want to say that one the final scene when they were all in bed like crying and praying
1: oh filmed by gia
4: Oh really? That was filmed by Gia? She was the
1: only one not in bed. And they were no, like No, it wasn't
4: filmed by Gia.
1: It was definitely on like an iPhone.
4: No, I don't think so.
1: I def she was not in bed and everyone else was.
4: I think she was in the room and walked out.
1: Then they really turned off the lights on the cameraman and
4: Yeah, because they always film like waking up and going to bed scenes. This
1: was not filmed okay. with a HD camera. For, I want to go back to the tape. But
4: the one thing I do want to mention is I was like very Shook by Melania praying in Italian because like I used to know how to do that because my grandmother would make me do that like going to sleep, mm-hmm. but like I I can't do it now if I like had a gun to my head like I can't even remember like what to say well, like watch, you. but watching her say it like really like br- brought brought it all back to me so I just thought I would... maybe you should like take up Italian classes <laughs> no, no I'm so bad at languages like I almost failed out of high school because like I was bad at languages really but like great at everything else because my brain like can't think in another language like it's always thinking in english yeah i'm just like i'm great at everything else in school but not languages good to know yeah uh so anything else no we can oh Oh, i do want to just say it's a little like you know i realize like theresa's gotta like film the show get her check but like she is really putting her kids through it in terms of like filming them crying at their dad going away yeah like it's a little memories It's like a photo album. It's a beautiful photo album. It's a little much, I would say.
1: Yeah. It's sort of like when um, Lynn Curtin's children were handed eviction eviction notice.
4: Uh, OC, speaking of a little much. We're gonna fly (laughs) across the
1: country. Oh, actually, Uh, across the ocean.
4: Across the ocean right now. Head
1: up to JFK, then go over to Shannon
4: Airport. (laughs) Um, So... We got like a little bit of a recap of their prior night out, but also like, were they only in Ireland for three days?
1: Yeah, it was not a long time.
4: But like you fly all those hours to just stay there for like a weekend? It's like insane. Um, anyway, apparently what we missed from that the night out that we already experienced the week before mm-hmm. was Jen was trying to French kiss Vicky. We, we just got some breaking news. Oh my god, stop. What? I think Megan King edmonds is not leaving the show. <laughs> well, Tamara Tattles was talking about that earlier, about like how uh, she's setting up home base in St. Louis.
1: We just got news from Connor.
4: Oh my God, what did he say? He said
1: breaking news: Megan is out. Good.
4: A season too late.
1: Yeah, she did not We can get back to her in this um, discussion because she really did nothing. Nothing.
4: But like, actually, her scenes this episode were almost comical in how much. I didn't care about them versus the other scenes. Yeah. It was just, I was like laughing at how bad they were. Well, her wandering
1: around the like city square. But, like I was
4: laughing at her, not with her.
1: Wait, can I, I previewed this last week. The genealogist. Yeah, 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 from, yeah, yeah. Tell, us, tell us, He's spoken out. I'll pour a wine while you
4: do that. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, the genealogist that Megan met with on last week's episode has a blog Apparently, <laughs> oh my god! Called the JohnGrenham
4: John Grenham?
1: Yeah, and he wrote a post called "The Real Irish Genealogical <laughs> House of Housewives of Orange County," and he basically drags both Megan and the producers of Real Housewives of for OC bing, ding,
4: dong, bing, bongs? for being
1: ding dong bing bongs, and specifically Megan for her behavior, which she and Kelly did, like literally walk through the. Yeah. Uh, streets, he said finding tools in North Wicklow <laughs> is the genealogical equivalent of shooting fish in a barrel. So I laughed it off and joked that if she wanted to meet a living relative, she should just go down to Greystones, tap anyone on the shoulder and they'd be her fourth or fifth cousin. Big mistake. Californians and Californian TV producers Set. tend towards Preach. the literal.
4: Preach. Tend towards the literal. I've been there. I've seen those people.
1: Um, that <laughs> night... They put out the word that they were looking for the old tools. Naturally, a family stepped forward who claimed direct descent from Phelim <laughs> of power squirts. Naturally, I was asked to authenticate the connection between them. Fell in the real housewife, and naturally, I made my excuses and exited.
4: Good for you, So he did not have
1: a good experience with <laughs> Megan King
4: Edmonds. I mean, that scene, when she found that poor woman... But actually, I do have to give her a little credit. When they did this, this side-by-side... Of the two women. It wasn't crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, they look... But it's, like, two <laughs> generic, older women. Give Vicky
1: Gundelson 10 years and she'll look like that.
4: <laughs> no, Vicky's looking her best right now. Well,
1: yeah. her. Vicky's living her best life. Her procedures. Her face has finally evened out from that bat. We were just watching the, like, whatever yeah, yeah. season. Oh,
4: the 100 episode special. Right
1: after she got her work.
4: I do want to say... Vicky on a vacation is like no other. It like... Nor, like during this season, like, some someone was just like, shut up, Vicky. But like, Vicky on a vacation, she has such a different spirit. She's fun. She's fun. She's not worried about code insurance. She's like living her best life. She whoops it up. She whoops it up. She's a like, it up girl. Whoop, she, finds <laughs> she finds Andalays. She finds Andalays. Like, I imagine if Andalays had like a chapter in Ireland. Well, that one
1: place <laughs> that they went was like the Andalays of Ireland. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, maybe Connor being real would <laughs> tell oh, us about that. We'll
1: have, an, we'll have another report at the end of this from Connor being real. And I yeah. will know we asked him for two minutes, and he gave us six. He gave <laughs> six. <laughs> six. <laughs> so, you know,
4: better than the 11 that I had chopped chop down last week. <laughs> uh, so, what else? Uh, they go to the farm. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Four sisters. The four <laughs> girls I care about in the show. Yeah. And, like, the energy was right. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah. They have to milk
1: cows. They're stepping in horse shit. Landmines. Landmines all over the place. They To milk the cows, they have to like dress up in outfits.
4: I love this. When they were putting the outfits on, and Vicky says, it's like we're going to the moon. Oh my god. And Michelle <laughs>
1: massage finger waved the screen. Oh, speaking of Michelle massage finger wave, I did that multiple times at Cats. To the point where I think the people behind us were getting mad. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Is farms like that, like, something that PETA would go over? Because I was wondering in my brain, like, is PETA going to go after the Real Housewives of OC? I
4: mean, like, the the Real Housewives of OC didn't, like, put that farm into business. That's true. They were producing the Bailey's Irish Cream.
1: Yeah. The the guy at the um, farm reminded me so much of Alec, who is the daytime bartender at Boiler Room. The gay bar in New York City. You're
4: familiar with the daytime bartender.
1: Sometimes I go... Sometimes I'll go to a Saturday drink with a couple people, (laughs) and Alec, he's always so nice and charming, and he's got a little Irish accent. People... A lot of people know about Alec, so... Okay. If you're a fan out there and know about Alec, tweet us with hashtag Alec is the best.
4: In this economy. In this economy. Um, Shannon saying, I used to breastfeed. It felt good to get the milk out there. (laughs) I mean, Shannon was... I'll loony tune this episode, which gets even worse as it progresses. But um, I love when Vicky went while she was attempting to milk. She said, This is the worst thing ever in my entire life. Oh my God. <laughs> um, let's see what else.
1: Uh, the O'Toole's killed 60 people, I have in my notes. That's, oh my
4: I don't know why I wrote that down. Uh, oh my God. During, so they have dinners at the Bailey's farm. Yeah. So this is one night.
1: Is this the Bailey's farm, like of Bailey's? Yeah, Bailey's Irish
4: Cream. Did you see they were doing the taste test?
1: I zoned out for a second. I oh. had a, I had gone to Cats Oh, interesting. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Listen, I zoned out during New Jersey. <laughs> you zoned out during OC. I'll take the wheel here. So, at the dinner, Kelly and Megan show up after searching for Irish people who are part of the O'Toole, Rebel Heart family. They killed sixty people, they according 60 to my people. notes. They meet up with the rest of the girls at the farm for a dinner. Um, it's they all are just fed just steak on a plate. I didn't see any other. Food. Where else would you put steak? No, no, but like, there was nothing else on the plate.
1: Oh, it's because they always, if you pay attention, they always ask to not have the potatoes and yeah. stuff. I like. I Which...
4: heard. I heard about a salad being brought out, but I never saw the salad yeah. actually come to fruition. That was
1: part of um, Connor's thing and yeah, Connor yeah. being real last week.
4: Yes. <laughs> um, so after dinner, so, like, this is the first dinner that, uh, Tamara and Kelly have seen each other since the whole department store incident. Yes. And, like, Kelly's not even, sp- like, acknowledging Tamara or, like, speaking to each other. And then during the Bailey's taste testing moment where, uh, Shannon refuses to, to taste it because it's half cream, Mm-hmm. Like, Kelly goes over to Tamara and hugs her and apologizes and it's, like, so awkward um and like tamra's obviously not having it uh so that was like kelly's attempt to get back into good graces but tamra doesn't want anything to do with it yeah uh, so then the following day they all go biking and vicky's a lunatic on her bike oh yeah
1: it was like them biking and wasn't it like Tamara and megan alone in the corner like climbing up a Staircase. Yeah.
4: Megan kept having like private moments with different women.
1: Megan planned this damn trip yet did not spend any time with the women.
4: Yeah. I don't. Ugh.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye.
4: <laughs> don't see you next season.
1: <laughs> She's like our age. She does not deserve to be on a real house head show.
4: I know. It's so weird that that Shannon Bedour is 52 and Megan King Edmonds is in her like early 30s. Also, Shannon's kids are young for her age. Uh, yeah. She had kids like late.
1: Yeah, outside. it's just, like, weird, like, in, like, OC. You would expect that, like, in New York or something. But, like, OC is, like, very suburban. Mm, yeah, yeah,
4: I see what you're saying. Um, also, like, finally we got a, a subtitle that says the name of the hotel. And I thought they were saying Paris Court the whole time. But apparently it's Powers Court. Oh, I knew that because I had tweeted that yeah, last week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you tweeted Paris Court.
1: Um, I don't know why what context... Sometimes I write notes and I don't know what context I have, but I just wrote, okay. in all caps, now that's what I call Ireland.
4: When they were sitting out on the big field drinking uh, a fireball? It just reminded me like of an album I could buy <laughs> now, every no, year. that's what I call Ireland. It's Bewitched, Samantha Mumbo, <laughs> and you too. Samantha Mumbo. Um, so yeah, Heather brought like a little satchel of fireball for some reason. And then, like, she talked about on Watch 5 Live how apparently Fireball's a thing with the girls so they drank it during their last vacation. I remember that. Yeah, I remember, did... I remember it.
1: Yeah, they did... It was a time when they all went and, like, they ended up in the pool with, like, their glasses of, like, their drinks. Mm-hmm. They were doing shots of Powerball before that. Okay. Um... Should we else... get to the, like, dinner?
4: Well, the one last thing before the dinner is, like, Kelly's blouse as she's playing croquet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. where she was like overflowing yeah. onto the croquet court um, where she later wore that to the dinner and then this is where I like lost my mind and put down my pen and didn't even write anything else because like this was a sh- a shocking episode okay first question
1: is why in Ireland are they drinking tequila? Do...
4: I-, I thought about that and I- that's why I texted Connor earlier today do people in Ireland drink tequila? and he said yes they do Yeah, but it's like when in Rome, like you should not be drinking tequila.
1: Yeah, you should be drinking like a Bailey's or like or like a Jameson, like you. A Jameson.
4: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I found that. Isn't there Irish vodka? Potatoes. Yeah, potato vodka. I'm pretty sure there's a potato vodka. I've had potato vodka at Alex's home in Maine.
1: Closer to Ireland than here. Than here, yeah. (laughs)
4: Um, But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I thought about that. But I think maybe Shannon proposed that because Kelly Mezadad loves tequila.
1: Yeah, and Shannon is pushing tequila.
4: She was a lunatic. A lunatic. It was so scary how she went up to the like waiter behind everyone's back and was like, make it a double. And like Kelly doesn't even want the drink, but she's like forcing it on her. And, like, Kelly looks like she's about to cry during this.
1: I just, like, didn't understand it. Because, like, even if you order someone a drink and they don't want it, they are not necessarily going to drink it.
4: But, like, some people are the type that, like, if you put it in front of them...
1: She'll drink, they'll it. drink it.
4: Um, but it was really scary. And I know a lot of people, uh, have been... Even after our last episode, they were, like, Team Kelly for some reason. Um, and I think what tra- ended up transpiring was pretty mean to Kelly... But, like, not unwarranted. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's just, like... She screamed at all these women, said, like... Like, gone as low as you can. mm mm-hmm. Between, like, Shannon, Tamara, Heather... Like, all three of them she's said terrible shit to. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, like, for them to gang up against her, like... She's an adult. Like, she can handle... It's not like she's, like, a child that can't handle a little...
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the point witchery. is, like, no one's behavior is, like, great. Yeah, no
4: one's a saint. We're not... No one's Mother Teresa here. But you get what's coming to you. <laughs> uh, so then, like, the dinner happens. And then, like, we cut from the dinner. And then it's, like, a fever dream. And they're, like, five <laughs> hours later. Five hours later. And a producer asks, so what happened last night?
1: Yeah. <laughs> And, like, they all have their different accounts. There's cell phone footage. There's cell phone cam. Like, there's there's pictures from the bar. There's night vision <laughs> yeah.
4: cameras.
1: So, Heather Dubrow is the second housewife in Housewives history to, in a heated moment like that, take the situation into her own hands and start recording. Copying
4: Carrie Duber? C-
1: Carrie Duber. <laughs> yes. Heather Dubrow.
4: Um, but also, Heather Dubrow is also taking a page from Bethany's book. Trying to get a producer credit, I
1: would say. Oh, yes, 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 She would love to be the Bethany she of OC. She was, yeah,
4: she actually imagines herself to be the Bethany of OC, I would yeah. say. But, like, definitely not. Definitely not. De- I mean, Heather's her own person. And, like, I, I go in and out with Heather. Like, sometimes I'm like, what you're doing is, like, interesting and good for the show. And sometimes it's just, like...
1: I have I have a little bit later when they're in the van about that. Okay, let's okay. get to the... yeah, let's yeah, get, yeah. Okay, so... They're fighting. The situation was originally Vicky wanted to go get a drink with Kelly and Tamra to yeah, mend Tim, their fences yes. because one on one time they're better. Yeah. Tamra refused to come out. Yes. So tamra shannon and heather go down for a drink go down for the drink then they're texting vicky and being like come Come down down here yes and to mend fences with them Vicki vicky goes down yes none of them invite heather
4: and they have a fun time take a bunch of photos
1: and then the photos are so
4: sick (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's like it's like those scare. you you know when you're drunk with friends and like you're all taking like a billion photos and then you like look at them the next day, and they're scary. I need to delete them. Instead they handed awesome. these over to producers. There was one there was one of them, if you look back. Shannon looks <laughs> dead. Shannon looks dead. <laughs> Shannon <God>. looks dead. <laughs> like, just gone. Um, but then... Okay. Let okay. Me,
4: and then. This is the part where it gets crazy. Okay, <laughs> so
1: Vicky then tells Tamara mean things that I don't think we ever found out what the mean things yeah. were that Kelly supposedly said about Tamara... And yeah, then, tells Tamra so Tamra it. decides to take a picture of her and Vicky and send it, <laughs> <laughs> send it to Kelly <laughs> with like, I can't believe you said all these mean things about me. And then, when they're back upstairs, they like are all confronting each other in the hallway. This is where Heather DeBro comes yes, in, and like
4: Vicky like slapping Heather's camera away. They're
1: like getting ready to go to the airport. Megan King, Ed- Megan King Edmonds has like. Those pads you put Mm, under your eyes to, like, anti-aging pads under her eyes still, in the middle of the hotel hallway. It was insane. And then...
4: then we get to the the bus to Dublin
1: Airport. And they're just, like, fucking yelling at each other. The thing about...
4: And Gally's, like, saying, shut up! You're a drunk! You're a drunk! (laughs) It's so good. Oh, my God, and... And she's, like, crying and, and screaming at them. And Heather... Saying, oh, wait before wait before Heather, does not Kelly say that Shannon like? Why don't you shave that that beard <laughs> showing on your chin? <laughs>
1: <laughs> shave your chin. Then Heather accuses Kelly of having a psychotic break, and the oh. look on her face, look the look on Heather's face. <sighs> she thinks it's completely dark, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can tell there's like night vision That's, cameras, this is like and she's getting she's getting like. So much pleasure out of accusing this woman of having a psychotic break, and I then they it. flash back yes. to Shannon Bedore's for a season saying
4: you will <laughs> all see the truth, you will all see the fucking truth. When
1: Heather accused her of having a psychotic break. Ladies and gentlemen, oh this God. was a brilliant Ooh. television episode. But I think we just I think we just got it all. No, we
4: skipped something. During while Shannon was at dinner ordering the tequilas, I was like, This is making wasted. This is naked wasted part two. Oh, yeah, and then like, like three minutes later in the in the episode, Vicky's like, "This is naked wasted."
1: And they showed a clip from Gretchen yes. Rossi naked wasted. And there, and
4: and Vicky was like, "I know it's it's Shannon like ordering these drinks, but this smells of Tamara. And then and then they flash back to Tamara whispering, "Let's get her wasted. Oh Let's God. get her naked wasted." Oh, <laughs> so, and like, I, I do want to pause here to say, like, because obviously. Come Through Queen is only six months old, and we weren't recording back during Naked Wasted. Um, I didn't watch OC a lot. Li- OC is the only franchise I didn't really watch live through. And I went on that sco- that ten season scholarship like a year or two ago. Yeah, and I remember watching Naked Wasted, the darkest episode ever to to air on Bravo. Like I was almost surprised that like the show didn't get canceled from that yeah like it was very like sinister
1: well yeah Tam- This Tamara has <laughs> this in her
4: yeah an evil eye <laughs> um
1: i will say i like that oc's pulling back a little bit and like acknowledging past housewives in a way that it didn't really as much like they would always like the older older ones would sometimes come back but yeah. like they've rarely, like, flash back to, like, a Gretchen Rossi scene, and I feel like they've done it a couple times this season.
4: Yeah. Could this be a hint of Gretchen Rossi coming back?
1: I think she wants to return. She's been hanging out with, like, Kelly Dodd.
4: Oh, I would love the return of Gre- Gretchen Christine. Well, they just dragged her to hell in that 100. I know, but, that... like, with the fact that she doesn't give a fuck and I know. still wants back in. Oh, please, Gretchen, take Megan's spot.
1: Hide your daddies, girls. Also,
4: <laughs> oh OC, like, has a lot of peaks and valleys. Yeah. But the peaks are worth sustaining the valleys.
1: I think tonight was a I mean, last night this was, a, was peak. a peak. That this was, was peak. a peak. I will say, I think OC has been consistently better now that Shan Mador's. Ooh,
4: yeah. I mean, Shan is a matriarch in her own. Like once
1: Heather came on board, then Shannon Bedore like was the one up. It like
4: yeah, Heather was an improvement, and then Shannon was like it like this recentered
1: is it. the show in a way like like a New York where the cast is mostly consistent. Well,
4: until Heather and then Shannon came on, OC was just like a revolving door.
1: Yeah, like let's throw like a Peggy Tannous in there, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a Quinn Fry,
4: <laughs> a Lynn Curtain. Oh, Lynn Curtain. Oh, no, we want her to return. No, no, no. Um, and we're not even done with this fight. We we still have my kids call you Aunt Vicky, and then whatever the hell Tamara's screaming at the top of her lungs. Just lives.
1: like screaming into Vicky's mouth.
4: <laughs> the 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 preview for next week really confuses things because if you remember the preview from a few episodes ago, you could see Shannon saying my kids call you Aunt Vicky, and then Tamara screaming whatever she screams. But this preview made it seem like it was Tamara doing both because they don't show Shannon screaming.
1: Yeah, but it's definitely Shannon. Um, So do we want to go to Connor being real?
4: Oh, yeah. We got to do a quick little Connor being real. We're going to wrap up our little Irish report. Uh, So let's check in with Connor.
2: Hello, hello. This is apparently another segment of uh, Connor being real, which is not a name I chose. But you know what? I'll give credit to Dan. It's a pretty great name. I'm not going to dwell too much because Brendan did try and drag me for the extended length of last week's segment. So I'm going to dive right into uh, the final part of the OC Housewives visit to Ireland. And this episode focused mainly on their uh, antics around Paris Court and the world's most terrifying bus journey to Dublin airport. Quite frankly, it was shocking. It was a bit like that, those uh, green screenshots in horror movies like The Descent. You know, it's like filmed on <laughs> filmed on home video cameras and they all butcher each other. That's what they did verbally. It's appropriate for Halloween, in fairness. All right, we uh, we land back after picking up the pieces from last week's episode. I'm not going to go into all the exact details because obviously you guys are covering that in your stunning and stellar and gorgeous recaps. It did make me laugh, though, that uh, <laughs> over breakfast, <laughs> Kelly seemed to both be puzzled by Irish hotels having a hot plate and whether or not Irish people call ham, bacon or... Are they the same thing? Like, I doubt you were given a slice of thick, proper cooked ham for your breakfast, Kelly. You are so stupid. So very, very stupid. Also, very quickly, last week, Dan cut out me suggesting that Brendan and Dan should dance like Vicky and Shana did at Johnny Fox's. And I think that was really offensive to me and the Irish people because it's just something we'd like to see. Just saying. Greystones looks really gorgeous on camera, even if Megan's journey there to tap people on the shoulder and pretend she's related to them was something the genealogist, genealogist excuse me said as a joke as I mentioned in a piece that was on the Irish Independent last summer when they filmed the show just saying I'm just saying it was a joke Megan get into a girl while Megan is off discovering her roots and boring the audience to tears 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 just so bored the rest of the gals head over to the Baileys firm and they meet a guy called Joe Hayden who is frankly so like people I grew up with in Ireland that it actually freaked me out I loved how he went hello girls I'm Joe Hayden and they were like Joe Hayden Joe Hayden Joe Hayden maybe they meant Joanne maybe they were doing some subtle Lady Gaga promo without even realising. Everyone should buy jo- Joanne on iTunes. I didn't listen to the leak and you shouldn't either. That's not something I endorse. Um, The whole like Bailey's Farm thing was kind of cute but it was very interesting to me that once they decided to go and check out the cow shed which is so unglamorous and I'm a bit mortified that they thought this was a appropriate Irish content to put on American television when Joe Hayden tells him to tug out, which is actually like a slang term you'd use for people who play gaelic football. Like you would say before a match starts or training starts you go, okay everyone, tug out before the match. And I can't believe they actually said tug out on American television. And I loved that Heather seemed to think it was actual Gaelic, like actual Irish language stuff and was saying it like, tug out! Tug out! You mean tug out, right? She's just a mess if you ask me. Um, also... <laughs> <laughs> I love how they said about the outfits they put on for the farm thing. It's like we're going to the moon, which is I feel like something Brendan would say in relation to Tommy Brown on RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. See how I'm winding all back in all the references. I've listened to every episode. The milk parlor looked so grim on camera. I can't believe, given how gorgeous Power escort Hotel is, they made us watch a milk parlor and the milking of cows. Like I just, so stereotypical is all I'm saying. The Greystones footage was largely really uninteresting and boring, but I could not get over the subtitles they used for the woman that Megan spoke to, the O'Toole Clan lady, wherever she was. Actual subtitles. Irish accents are not that hard to understand. You can understand everything I'm saying. <sighs> well, Joe Hayden didn't get subtitles, so maybe it was just they were being shady towards that lady in uh, Greystones. I also cannot believe, like cannot believe that they compared that Irish woman to Megan's mother with that really unflattering split screen they looked nothing alike. Oh, this is like that real cliché of Americans go. I think I've got relatives here. Like, ooh, it was it was a bit of a mess. I didn't enjoy that. The uh, BBQ in the the Bailey swarm was kind of cute until Vicky decided to take her breasts out of her top to show her nipples to poor Terry Dubrow. That was so inappropriate. That shot of the staff member looking shocked that felt very real that was one of the most shocking moments in the episode if you ask me Um, other Irishy bits that I liked were just seeing the kind of uh, Power Squirt Hotel and the house and the, the mansion bit that you can go into as a member of the public again I mentioned this last week if you're ever in Ireland I would recommend a visit to that part of the grounds because you don't have to stay in the hotel to see it you can get lunch it's very cute very nice as long as it's not raining obviously Cyber, I never want to hear Shannon say, top of the morning, top of the hell." hey, I got to work on that, huh? Top of the morning. Never again. Please make it stop. Like, Shannon kind of won me over with the bedazzled Alyssa Edwards moment of the green top last week, but all her Irishness this week was a little bit hard to handle. The lady giving them a tour around Paris Court House was very posh. Very posh. Irish. She was like, hello, guys. Welcome to Paris Court House. I'm going to give you a tour. Was not feeling her super poshness. It felt a bit put on to me. What else have I got here? Oh yes, when they go to dinner. <laughs> Shannon making people drink was actually the most Irish thing that has happened on the whole trip. I cannot tell you, in Ireland, if you say to someone at a party, oh I'm not drinking because I'm i not a big drinker and for years I didn't drink at all. People are so like, no, go on, no, no, you'll have a drink, come on now, you'll have a shot. Oh shh, you'll do a shot with me. Shannon in that moment was more Irish than any number of Top of the Mornings to you. There wasn't a whole lot of other Irishy bits that stood out. Obviously, like everyone who watched, I was very shook at the scandalous footage of them in hallways screaming at each other. And the fact that the uh, trip back to Dublin Airport was a scary horror movie-style showdown. It was a lot. I think we're going to see a bit more of that next week, but it looks like that is goodbye for the Real Housewives of OC in Ireland. And it's goodbye for now from Connor. Being Real. Keep it real, keep it cute, put it on mute if it's not cute. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Brendan and Dan, for having me come through, Queen. I wanna see I come through, Queen. Yeah.
4: Well, thank you f- to Connor for giving us that Irish perspective. Does he pronounce Shook? 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> I do think that it was interesting that he didn't think we would need subtitles. Eh. It, it was helpful for me. Uh, yeah, I guess. I
1: don't know. It was a very good segment, Connor. Thank you very much for that.
4: Yeah. Uh, so I think that's it for the O.C., Um, I can't wait to see what happens next week, though. Oh my god. Um, so, is it time for us to get to our deep dive? I think it may be. So,
1: like we said, in honor of LGBT History Month, we are going to talk about the real LGBTQ people of the Housewives. Yeah.
4: Um, so we're gonna, like, as usual, go by franchise to franchise, hop around a little bit. So, since we were just off of OC, why don't we jump in with that?
1: Well, yeah, this is a little weird, because there haven't been that many. Yeah, but as, as to be expected.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but there was the possibility of the first gay housewife that never came to fruition.
4: Yeah, Fernanda.
1: She was cast originally as a housewife, but ended up being a friend of a housewife. Mm-hmm. She was the season where they, like, took a trip to
4: Texas for
1: some reason, and, like... Her and Alexis had like a real heart to heart, slash, maybe cl- butt heads about like gay stuff.
4: But wasn't she brought on as Tamara's friend?
1: Yeah, and she like fell in love with Tamara.
4: It's kind of a little reminiscent of Tamara's relationship to her current trainer.
1: Is
3: it?
4: To me, at least.
1: Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, other, other OC people <laughs> <laughs> that we've had, we've seen. Alexis Bellino's... I've been trying my hardest. I've been, like, doing some Googling to try to figure out Alexis Bellino's gay friend that she brought to one party.
4: I don't remember this at all.
1: And it was, like, it was so wacky that she brought this guy because, like, she had previously clashed with Fernanda about, like, gay stuff. So it was, like, it was the tried and true a gay a housewife like using a gay person like as an accessory. Yes.
4: Which we see a lot. <laughs> My gays. Um, but Gina Keo's iconic gay, which I don't think we even have a name on him. We, I don't think we have. We might have
1: had like a name card at one point but like it, yeah. no one ever.
4: A flash in the pan.
1: But he is iconic. Yes. He is the one who throws the a champagne punch. glass at Vicky's driveway?
4: Uh, it took place at because the parties always happen at Vicky's. Yeah, at, but Vic, at Tamra. Yeah,
1: at Vicky's driveway, but at Tamra, and says this is why you're getting a divorce. Yeah, or like no wonder, no wonder you're, you're getting, getting a, a divorce. divorce. Yes, <laughs> an iconic moment from one of the most iconic finale parties. Yes. Um,
4: yeah, but OC doesn't give us much in terms of the LGBTQ.
1: I'm sure there are others like here and there,
4: but, but they're like, not like feature players like in the other franchises.
1: Correct. Yeah. I feel like is there not a gay kid somewhere in there?
4: I can't think of one. No, I want Shane Keo. <laughs> <laughs> you and everyone else. I know. Um but ATL. ATL is transition.
1: is probably like one of them where the gay people are more in their lives than other places. But
4: also more their own character, rather than being like, yeah, friend of. Yeah. Like, Miss Lawrence is his own character.
1: I love Miss Lawrence. I'm glad that he was given, like, his own show for a little bit, even though it failed.
4: Yeah, and you rank Miss Lawrence's single as, like, one of your faves.
1: Um, oh yeah, back to like, one of our first episodes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Closet Freak by Miss Lawrence is one of the best Housewives-related songs. Yes. Um,
4: well, it's like, He could put together a good
1: song. Yeah. He's also really good. Like, he's just in general, like, I've seen him speak at events, like, in a serious tone. Mm. And he was actually really good. Oh, wow. Like, talking about, like, queer culture. He comes from, like, the ballroom scene.
4: Who is his ally? It depends. I feel like both him and Derek have, like, bopped around so much. They bop
1: around to, like, Sheree and NeNe. Yeah is Kim ever one of their people? Who are they with no. currently? Phaedra? Phaedra
4: maybe? No. I'm going to say Phaedra. Cynthia? Maybe no. Cynthia, yeah. I, they bop around, definitely.
1: Yeah, but uh, they're both like two all-stars keepers. They're always in a nice pair of heels.
4: Yeah, and then there is... I hope I we get to see some of them on this season. I know, you never even know. They're never shown in like... I feel like they're around when like Marlo's around. Ooh, yeah. I, and we do know that we're going to get some more, some more Marlo. Mars bars. Yes. I love Marlo. Um, who else? Dwayne. Dwayne, yes. Obviously. Although, I feel like when Dwayne came on, like, they didn't explicitly say he was a gay friend. Doesn't that sound a little familiar to you? Maybe,
1: true. But um, like he was just, like, a
4: fabulous person.
1: yeah. How can you have a fashion show without any fashion? Oh my god,
4: iconic line. I think about a fashion show with no fashions, how dreadful.
1: Um, Very often. He mm-hmm. also, like, back in the early days of Watch Ravens Live, like, there's no... In. No, there's no way, like, he was a guest. Like, oh, first okay. chair, like, only... First chair? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that would never happen in oh, 2016. No, 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 and now no. you have to have, like, fucking Meryl Streep next to Ramona Singer. Yeah,
4: no, he would be behind the bar.
1: Behind the bar, yeah. Or maybe just flash to him in the audience. In the audience, yeah, true,
4: true, true. <laughs> Um, and then this upcoming season suggests that Candy might be joining the LGBTQ.
1: Well, no, it doesn't. Uh, Fa- the, uh, not Phaedra, uh What's her the name? Portia, Portia. Portia like accuses Candy of like inviting her into the bedroom with with
4: uh, Todd. Todd. So and, uh, so it's like uh, Portia and who else? That like Portia's friend or something? Yeah, maybe like force I feel like maybe that
1: friend that Portia brought be on up. Beat <laughs> or the one that she beat up. Oh,
4: God. <laughs> um yeah so ATL is its own unique LGBTQ realm of its own.
1: I think like you said, they the LGBT people in ATL have always been like included as part of the family instead of just like a like a, look at my gay husbands yeah, yeah 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 it's they've like been a,
4: their own they've been their own characters yeah uh, and then New Jersey surprisingly New Jersey is like similar in that
1: way yeah.
4: Well, in a different way, cause like New Jersey's always about like the relationships. Yeah, family. Family. Um, so Danielle Staub was our first LGBTQ activist on any Housewives series. I would say. Is that true? Uh, I think so. <laughs> cause like I don't know, was it season one or I think it was season one where they go dancing.
1: Oh, and Joe Judice so, says like, like
4: gay or fag or something. Yeah. Like, to that degree, and then she goes to the dance to the guy, dancer. Yeah and she gets very angry with him and yeah. this is like at a time where like no housewives gave shit yeah and it was like
1: it was at a time when Andy confronted like the rest of them at the reunion and they were all like oh it's yeah, like yeah, just yeah. guys being guys it's almost like locker room talk yes yes
4: and, like, I feel like if that happened now, Andy would be much more aggressive about it. As
1: we see... Uh, we'll talk about that in Beverly Hills.
4: But, like, back then, it was almost like he almost didn't even want to talk about it, but, like, he felt obliged to. Mm-hmm. It was very different, yes. Yeah. Um, but Danielle also, like, I, I remember very clearly, like, during her two seasons, like, her talking about how, like, she loves the gay community. Like, they've been the only people who've supported her during, like, different times in her life. Well, she dated a woman... Oh yeah, there's Lori Michaels as well. The one that she produced that song with. So close to So close, so to close. yeah. Um, that's Dan's favorite Housewives single. So, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Danielle Staub, proud ally. Uh, and then we have Greggy, who has been uh, an integral part of New Jersey. Yeah. From the get-go. The, the Manzos still go see him on Manzo Children. We oh, yeah. have this upcoming season, or I mean the season that's airing right now, like they... Part of the, their trip is going to San Francisco to visit him. I believe.
1: Yeah, he doesn't fit into like the the role where a lot of Housewives, how a lot of Housewives use like the gay people around them. He has real relationships with the Manzo family. Well, he was the, Laritas, the roommate
4: of Albi.
1: and still like best friends with them both.
4: So let me tell you a little fun fact. I'm not sure if I ever told you this. He actually went to high school with my brother in New Jersey. Do they know each other? I mean, they're Facebook friends. And then my brother, like, knows who he is. And my brother was like, oh, like, do you know, like, do you know this person? Like, he, like, lives in New York or whatever. I was like, no, but, like, he's still real offices in New Jersey. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, and Greggy brought us to Boxers in Chelsea. I mean, the show. Oh, us the Viewers. Show. I, mean, like, I don't remember that. No, that was, like, I, I was going to touch on just, like, there's a couple times when, oh, like... I do
4: vividly remember that episode. Yeah. Where Drew Gorgas, like dancing on the table
1: yeah yeah there's a couple times when the housewives bring us to
4: locations that we're sort of familiar
1: with yeah yeah i've Uh, been and you've been on on camera during one of. Oh yeah we'll get to that i I guess next yeah
4: but yeah greggy's been an integral part of the lgbtq new jersey scene uh (laughs) feathers just, just as much uh rosie
1: yeah, Rosie. I mean, like, a family member. A friend of the housewives this year. An official friend of the housewives. Let us not forget.
4: Oh yeah, doesn't she have a, FOH? An F-O-H, like, thing on the website? Yeah. Official um, photo shoot. Photo shoot. And then also previously filmed the scene at Cubby Hall in which you are featured.
1: Yes. My my moment in the sun.
4: Yeah, we've both been on New Jersey at I, this point. I
1: was looking at, back at my tweets, because sometimes <laughs> I like to just, like, see what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And, like, regarding a topic okay. and i tweeted from the line outside about to go in the cubby hole and Yeah, the they're filming. yeah to sign a release maybe i can retweet that tweet
4: yeah you should <laughs> do some promo um and then we also get this season another false start of a um possible actual lesbian housewife robin robin and christina and christina they were both trying out, apparently, but I like I can't believe Christina was trying out, because she must have said five words altogether. I know. I mean,
1: I think they did some, like, erasure there, like...
4: Uh, no, I feel like sh- she probably didn't want to do it.
1: I mean, with the both of them.
4: Well, they did... Well, not an exact erasure, like, we. they did a flashback showing Robin and all, like, these, well, uh, yeah, that's geez. what I
1: that's what I mean. Like they made a decision at some point to oh, yeah, not yeah. make her a housewife, and they and couldn't they, like...
4: they could get rid of her for the Vermont trip. Yeah, because it was the major plot point.
1: Yeah,
4: um, but I think they made the right decision.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They seem like too intense.
4: But also, like they all they seem like, as Jacqueline would say, a Teresa soldier. A tre-
1: oh my God, they're soldiers of Teresa. But like
4: I. These people who like blindly follow whatever Teresa says and wishes to happen, like, I'm just not into. Well, because they want to be on camera. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so it was a good try. <laughs> um, good
1: then, try, Mal- I mean, Robin and Christina. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, it's like Robin, the pop star, and Christina, the pop star, found each other, fell in love, made music.
4: Christina, Aguilera. But they've never done music together. I never mind. Good try. Good try. (laughs) Um, We we meet this season, Melissa's millennial gay, Derek, which we just talked about. The fact that she could... I don't know. Woof.
1: Not a star. He's truly not a star. Stop trying to make Derek happen.
3: Uh,
4: So hopefully he doesn't happen. So let's bop over to... Let's go down south. Miami. To Miami. Uh, Which was a pretty interesting... Like, this is very different from all the other franchises because we have a drag queen FOH and the only trans FOH. Yeah,
1: the only trans woman who's an FOH, to my knowledge. Um, But this was an interesting thing also because what I read back in the day was that Eileen Lancaster was going to be the first drag queen housewife. Because they had initially shot it as a different show. Yeah. And then they decided not to go forward with Eileen Lancaster being, like, a main part of the cast, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, but they, the two of them in particular caused drama, because remember they got into a fight? Eileen... Against each other? Yeah. A at some party. party yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. RIP Miami. Well,
4: bring it back. Miami seasons two and three are better than a lot of the current... Definitely better than franchises. Beverly Hills. Yeah.
1: Definitely better than New Jersey.
4: Yeah. I love 2 and 3 of Miami. Yeah, same. Anna, um, um, did she yeah. win that Food Network star thing? I have not been keeping up, so I can't tell you. <laughs> uh, so then, over in Dallas, we loved this little nugget. Well, we didn't love him, but we loved, loved what like he him. created. Yeah, starting out shitting in a bag. Taylor from... From A Dallas.
1: Dallas, yes, and he is the reason that Leanne Locken <laughs> had most of her iconic moments, telling yeah. Stephanie that her charity world is going to go down the toilet, getting into a fight with the cameras of Real Housewives of slapping Dallas, and slapping a trolley. That so
4: all because he bent her out of shape.
1: This we we salute you.
4: Salute you, Taylor.
1: Taylor. We didn't learn much else about him on this show, but that's I fine. I will be back. I don't know. know. Whose Who's friend was he? Brandy's? Stephanie's.
4: Or maybe he was. was Marie's. R. I. Marie's. He was yeah. Marie's. And Marie RIP. I don't think she's coming back. Yeah. um We get uh, Beverly Hills next. Beverly yeah. Hills has had quite yeah. a few. So Louis Peitzman tweeted us. He said, Justice for Cedric. Kidding, in parentheses. But justice for Cedric, bring him
1: back. Cedric was the only LGBTQ character, I think, to give in his own segment on the Reunion special.
4: Rosie's been on the Reunions. Oh, yeah, she doesn't <laughs> You're right. But he yes. was
1: given like that like thing where he trashed Lisa, and they played it on the Reunion, and it was like a whole uh, segment. Yeah, he even yeah. got like a sit-down, interview-style...
4: Cedric was... They really
1: break the rules at Beverly Hills reunions.
4: Yeah, they don't follow the... Kim
1: Richards, Barbara Walters special.
4: Brandy like, doing her little video dragging of her Oh my god,
1: Dana Wilkie in a chair to the side (laughs) by herself.
4: Catching a far distance. Um, But yeah, Cedric was a very interesting season one character. Yeah,
1: because I I think that's where Lisa has a lot of her trust issues.
4: Because of Cedric? Because of Cedric. (laughs) Um, maybe, yeah. Uh, we also have Alex wanted us to talk about, uh, he says, I also miss Adrian Maloof's Chef Bernie. Well, he was the one when,
1: who would always drag Lisa. Yeah. Like, he, like, would, like, make side comments about, like, the British lady from across the street. And wasn't
4: he, like, accused of giving stories to the press? He was
1: selling stories about Adrian Malouf's alleged abuse to the press. Um, just, like, a lot of stuff up around him. Yeah. He, he once had me on Facebook and I did not accept oh. it because I was scared.
4: Is the is the request still pending or did you decline no, it? No, I think
1: I declined it. It was like oh. years and years and years ago. Oh my god. A good term nice. by the time. Bernie Guzman.
4: Okay. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. Hopefully he's still cooking up a little storm. An LGBTQ storm. <laughs> Lisa um, should hire him at Pump. Yes. Now, They don't need him. <laughs> um... And then last but not least... In, At, th- in Beverly Hills. In Beverly Hills, yes. Uh, Kyle Kyle's? Richards
1: had the nerve...
4: The nerve <laughs> to have a My gaze Mixer. Uh,
1: you And there's like this whole story on BravoTV.com about how Twitter was furious with her. Yeah. Rightfully so, because we're not your gays. I know Kathy Griffin started that shit. Oh my god,
4: yeah. But I don't think she's still doing that anymore.
1: I don't think she's still doing that. She's like, like woke now. Yeah, she's
4: a woke queen. Um, but there's a quote from this episode where Kyle says, Everyone in town has four or five gays of their own. They're like girlfriends without the drama. And sometimes with more of the drama, a lot of gays are single. So I thought maybe they make a little connection. A love connection. Maybe make a friend. And hopefully keep off grinder." Oh my god, my... I'm, like, throwing up in my mouth right now. Ew, that's the second time you're talking about yourself throwing up today. I know, the popcorn, Kyle, (laughs) I'm Um, just sick to my stomach. Well, this is,
1: like, to the point where Andy Cohen spoke out about this on, like, Watch Weapons Live, dragged Kyle to the depths. Yeah. She tweeted back, I actually got that expression from my gay friends, whom I have that most respect for. Certainly meant no disrespect. And Andy just tweeted back... (laughs) Clown I know up. you didn't.
4: Oh. Throw so back down.
1: No. I know you didn't. Like, I know you didn't get that from your gay friends.
4: No, or I know you didn't mean disrespect. Oh. You bimbo. I'm such I a bimbo. Really, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but either way, that party, that party was a disaster to begin with anyway. Well, then that's when
1: Kyle and Kim fought, yeah. but Brandy was there.
4: Because, yeah.
1: oh, that was, an ex- that was Lisa Serena's first season. What a slog. I mean, it was a good season, but like. <laughs> better than the most recent one. You know, I heard that Kim is going through the same exact storyline this year. Like, people accusing her of being drunk. Oh my men. god, no. We're it's like hear this fucking from. Groundhog's Day. Um, I don't know, it's like some website.
4: Oh my god, that's terrible. No I wonder we don't have the trailer yet. They were probably like, ashamed to show it to us. If if it's going to be this all over again I'm like
1: is there a time when we should tune out
4: If it's anything like last season, I don't know if I'm going to laugh. I mean, like, I have to now because we record Come Through Queen. <laughs> we, we, have we have a duty. We have a duty. We have a duty to the public. Okay, let's go to the warm blanket, to New York. Oh, back to our little warm cozy. Oh, God, I miss New York so much.
1: I know, and especially because we've heard about like everything that's gone on behind the scenes. Or not yeah. behind the scenes, but off camera. Yeah, like, we've had, Dorinda, like, Luann,
4: Dorinda, Jill, Jules, there's so much fun. Carol
1: Radzwell like, tweeting at Donald Trump. Yeah, Actually, um, I've gained some respect for Carol Radzawal.
4: Uh, I agree with you actually. Yeah. I've never been a Carol super fan, but I do love what what she's doing right now. <clears throat> so, one of the OG LGBTQ. He is uh, maybe like the first the first one. Definitely the first one that's con- that was considered a quote unquote gay husband. Oh <laughs> my god, a husband. Miserable. Brad? <laughs> Brad. Um he's famous Joe for Zarin Fabrics employee. He's like,
1: I feel like he's like a high-level consultant within Jill Mm -hmm. Zarin Fabrics. Um, Famous for redoing her apartment into that monstrosity that she's Um, now redoing again.
4: I thought it was an upgrade from what she had. It was an upgrade from what she had, but that doesn't mean it was good. I mean, it was like a step in the right direction, (laughs) but there were more steps to It was a step in a direction. (laughs) Um, Alex chimed in on Facebook saying brad pretending the moroccan bed and breakfast was his home was very uncomfortable i completely forgot that that, that was iconic iconic and this is like, like many moons after brad was like a, a central character
1: seasons one and two he like was there and then he went away for most all of season three because, yeah. probably because there was too much going on that there wasn't room for him. Yeah. season four they happened to quote unquote run into him in morocco at, yeah, a, at his home at a fabric store and he invites them to his birthday party at his Moroccan home,
4: yeah,
1: which we later find out is a bed and breakfast <laughs> and Jill I love I love Jill talking about that because Jill has never particularly liked Brad. it doesn't seem she yeah. always drags him a little bit yeah, yeah. and she's like, classic Brad and I although
4: was... listen, I would say maybe if he, if he was there, if he was there for like two weeks, him saying like this is my home it's like, oh, like come over to my place like. He didn't say it like that. I don't... Maybe he didn't mean it like, I, like, signed the deed, like, this is my place. He
1: definitely meant it like it was his place because...
4: I'm trying to defend our LGBTQ (laughs) brother.
1: He's one of them who I'll always see around, like, at, like, a... No. Gay party. Really? No, no. no, Like, a charity event. Yeah,
4: I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. it's just, like, amazing to me. Okay, great. Like, he'd show up to the opening of an envelope. Hmm. Uh... Also, we have Bethany's gay man. I can't remember his name. He was like in a bunch of episodes of Bethany getting married, Bethany ever after. Always
1: like featured on her Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. She also had that gay hairstylist, right? Oh,
4: yeah. Um,
1: I want to say it's also Cedric.
4: No, he was like Latino. Like, he had like a little nickname that she gave him.
1: Yeah, but he was present like season one, maybe season two also. Yeah,
4: like she would like flirt with him. But then try to set him up with someone. That's like the storyline. Whenever
1: I think about Real Housewives of New York, I think about it in like, you know how in the Bible there's
4: <laughs> <laughs> the Old Testament, and the New Testament.
1: <laughs> like, or no, like A.D. and before B- B.C. and A.D. No, and it's not Dorinda. It's uh, it's before Scary Island and after Scary Island.
4: That is a good uh, like stake in the in the road. <laughs> um, Ramona had a gay husband for one episode, like post Mario split.
1: I want to no. It was started when Mario was there because. Oh, okay. Oh, he was, was like around a little bit. Display, yeah. Yeah, he was the one who like played piano when Mario was rehearsing for his singing performance at that place. The
4: same guy that she took later to a dinner.
1: Yeah. Okay. And it was the whatever place where they were Rhode trying land. to get, yeah, where they were trying to get Luann to sing. And then Heather took the
4: stage. Yeah, <laughs> and Heather took the stage. That is a very LGBTQ <laughs> moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Peachlarm chimed in and said, "Alex McQuarrie had a gay during the Brooklyn Fashion Weekend era that I've tried so hard to forget, but like." His, we can't even remember him. I look. I remember him. I know, but like, I don't remember like just, his name like, is Derek. Okay, I remember oh, when well. they were picking
1: fashions for Brooklyn Fashion Week? They were on that like patio. And, like, Bethany's
4: dad died, and then she like left, or that's a, a different episode. A different
1: episode. This yeah. is when they're on the outdoor oh, yeah, patio, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like. That sounds familiar. Yeah, and then they go try on the dresses, and Ramona's in that thing with the zipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was there. His name is Derek. He showed up, a nu- Oh, Simon calls him, his. Day gay or something mm-hmm. like that, or his night gay or something. Viewers chime in with hashtag Simon calls him in this economy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Stop. So we these hashtags <laughs> that we forget, and then we're shocked when someone actually uses it. <laughs> um, we have a, a scene in Bartini, which is RIP now. RIP Bartini. Health Kitchen is changing.
1: Um, Heather and Carol like sit at the bar at Bartini by themselves. There's no like. It's just two straight women going to a game. And bar. then, like, a
4: patron, like, strolls in and they, like, make friends with them. They,
1: like, yeah, they start talking to people at the end of the bar. But, like, by the time they are leaving, they're, like, actually pretty drunk. Yeah. And they're just, like, walking through the streets, like, two women going,
4: Half I love live. this city. The greatest city in the world. Oh, my God, stop. <laughs> um, so then, I mean, possibly the greatest LGBTQ moment in all of Housewives, for Yeah. <laughs> The Marriage Equality Walk. Marriage Equality March. Mar- marriage Equality March. Across the Every, bridge.
1: Everything about this was so good. From the, like, Alex trying to hype it in the first episode of the season at Ramona's party to all her, like, Republican friends yes. was hilarious. Yes. And then just, like, the lineup...
4: Jill like didn't partake, but then like Jill Jill was on the
1: honorary host committee, not on the regular host committee.
4: (laughs) Sonia tried to snatch uh, Alex and Simon's wig. Yes. By being the, what's the ringleader? What is it called? The grand marshal. The grand marshal. But I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast. The keynote. I saw them all in wedding dresses outside of alex's house on my birthday they were filming this so maybe i didn't mention this you didn't mention this i like was walk like i was walking to br- like birthday brunch with my parents and sister and i saw them filming like what where was her apartment or her building oh, like okay. point point in one direction i mean it's like i would say it's like a few blocks before zombie hut
1: oh so in between here yeah. and zombie yeah
4: hut? yeah 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 just, just just off of
1: Smith Street. Just so you know, we're reporting from um, downtown Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we won't give you the full uh, be, I mean, you've, you've referred to be a,
4: be a Scherzinger before. before. Oh. Um, but yeah, so like in between here and one of our outdoor haunts, that is a great Frozen Zombie. Yeah, the zombie hut. Go there if you're Yeah, you'll
1: member. be drinking a Frozen Zombie and you're like, I'm going to switch to another drink. <laughs> and then you, and you then never, you're do. never do. Um, but yeah,
4: the Marriage Equality Walk actually brought... <clears throat> oh my God, I'm losing my voice. The Marriage Equality Walk brought it's uh, like marriage to this country, I would say.
1: Yeah, it was all Sony Morgan. But uh, one more thing about that. That was the period <laughs> in that season where Sonia just seemed to forget who Alex McCord yes, was and had no idea who her husband was despite being her co-star and watching them on the show.
4: Yeah. Um, we also, they've never appeared on screen, but Jules and her age-appropriate gays that we've met at Stonewall yeah. over this past summer. I was
1: happy to see that Jules was hanging out with age-appropriate gays as opposed to like, I
4: feel like so Young twinks. Like,
1: Sonya like, ha- always has like some twinks around. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. it's
4: like, what do they talk
1: about? Yeah,
4: I know. But <laughs> like, what does Sonia talk about? Sonia has made raise millions for LGBT.
1: Correct. As she told Jorinda in Atlantic City. Yeah. Right before she
4: said she's parties with Madonna and John John Kennedy. Um, and then last but not least, uh Britton Davis again. Okay. <laughs> he Be- just struggled through that. Well no, he like has like one of those stupid Halloween or I don't even know, is this like a Carly Ray Jepsen? It's Britton side B. Yeah, Britton side B. Britton. Carly Ray Jepsen is uh, he tweets at us: Does Gamble's gay steps on count as a friend? I I had no idea what he was even talking about at first. I thought it was like a video game character named that's, Gamble. That's a Melbourne. But it's a Melbourne housewife. Which which is not canon. Not until canon. we watch it at least?
1: And can we just remind people what we say is canon? Yes. Can, are the, are, to us, canon is something that blessed Andy,
4: by LGBTQ icon icon Andy Cohen. Andy
1: Cohen has to host the reunion, or it's not canon. Yes. To us.
4: Um, or maybe we'll watch it one day. And then he also says, what about Luanne's crazy gay booty call Ray? Well, we don't uh, assign LGBTQ status to people unless they self-identify. Yeah, and also I follow him on Snapchat, and he
1: doesn't come across as gay Just Snapchat. crazy. Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, so I think that's it for our LGBTQ roundup, right? Yeah. Um, so it's time for Freak of the Week and The One True Queen. Speaking of LGBTQ, <laughs> our Freak of the Week...
1: Um, so... Friends of the show. You all know and love P's Corner. <laughs> oh my
4: god.
1: Um, yes... We've,
4: we've been trying to bring back P's Corner.
1: Yeah, and yesterday, we got a blessing in our inbox. P's Corner. About Real Housewives of OC. But, <laughs> the first message was a little too...
4: Too hot for the airwaves. <laughs> too hot for our airwaves. So I was gasping, <laughs> I was shook. I mean, you could tweet at P and asking for this this unedited audio. Um, So we asked for some more submissions. I haven't even heard this one, but Brennan assured me that this one can be aired. Yeah, I think it can be aired. And if not, we'll just play the theme song. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for Peas Corner.
3: It has also been suggested that for whatever reason, I tell you my thoughts on this week's Juicy Scoop by Heather MacDonald, in which Heather MacDonald gives us all her thoughts on women, gays, and minorities, uh, every thought that stumbles upon her lapsed, broken, busted toy of a mind. Um, On this week's Juicy Scoop, Heather McDonald suggests that she wishes that she had been sexually assaulted by Donald Trump because she believes that if she had been sexually assaulted by Donald Trump, she would have more followers on her rancid tire fire of the podcast, um, which I describe as just a, a... flaming burlap sack of rat dicks and my only thoughts on this statement by Heather McDonald are that may God have mercy on her soul she is an embarrassment to us all and I think that morally we all shoulder the burden of the fact that she has a platform to voice her stupidity, and that's that's tough for me to think about, and it should be tough for you to think about as well. Um, I'm sorry to remind you of this, but it, it does need to be said.
4: <laughs> well, thank you, P, for, <laughs> <laughs> for catching us up onto a podcast that you are choosing to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> that drives you up this wall.
1: P's views and words P's don't order. represent
4: the views of this podcast, yeah, I, love, I love a juicy scoop, even though I've never listened to it.
1: <laughs> Once again, the, that's why P is the freak of the week, because that truly scared me and sent chills down my spine.
4: Well, let's end on a positive note, shall we? Yes. Who is the one true queen? <sighs>
1: Perry Edwards. Yeah,
4: I mean, Ali Churchwell has made quite the case for perry edwards being the one true queen this is her moment the girls are on the itunes itunes charts they peaked at like 11 i think
1: that's a good number
4: yeah i mean
1: there's seven elevens. <laughs> <No. laughs> right. also isn't 11 understand. something from um that show everyone watches but or i know stranger
4: than yeah <laughs> I that's something to do with that um go the the music video will be out this friday so check that out there'll be this is this is slowly becoming a Little mixed podcast, but I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's it. She's our queen. You live,
1: in, live in your truth, Perry. Yeah, so that there is our show.
4: Yeah, that's the show for the Be week. sure
1: to subscribe on iTunes and Google Play, and please leave a review. We live for the applause. Yes.
4: Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, on Facebook. It's Come Through Queen on Twitter. Come Through Queen on Facebook. Submit your questions and thoughts there. When we give you the scoop as to what the new topic of the week is, chime in, and we'll obviously read your thoughts on the air.
1: Yeah, um, and you can also email us at come through queen at gmail.com
4: Brendan, where, where can we find you online?
1: Um, At not Brendan, and not on this podcast next week.
4: Oh, we'll miss you. Where can we find you? IDKIDK IDK on Twitter. Cool. So, like, comment, subscribe, hard share, retweet.
1: Love us, love us, please. Retweet. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.